0: Hey, this is your
1: name. your name, your name, your
2: name. And, uh, they say it ain't, hey, it ain't, it ain't it. easy. He's green. Gang green. Gen- have their man. Jets got themselves a
1: great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no brake, a great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. Whoa. We're talking about the process at which we do things. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, keep your foot on the phone. Nice, 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 nice. There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this run! Own this run! The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world and I think we're gonna win
3: next Sunday. Hello everybody and welcome to the latest edition of the Ain't Easy Being Green podcast, broadcasting to you live from beautiful amazing picturesque Crystal Lake Studios in Putnam Valley, New York. My name is Keith Farrell. I am joined, as always, by the biggest Jet fan in the state of Texas, none other than my colleague and co-host, Michael LeGarris, everyone.
0: Hey, Nick.
2: Mm, what's best, up?
0: Best, best team in New York, son.
2: Oh. Okay. season didn't right. even start yet. Best team know, in New lad, York, you guys son. Have, I'm glad you have money now to spend, so yeah. we don't have to be the one. Yeah, Mike, we're <laughs>
3: outnumbered right now with the, with the panel we have here. With you know, the Max Max. Yankees, come on, Mike. That's why I have it on, baby. Now, you gotta know, represent. I know, I know. Mike I hasn't know? even allowed the finish of introductions before he starts strolling. That's what Mike's on his game. Today. <laughs> I know. Um, of course, as you know, everybody joining us from. The Wookiee compounds, you know him, you love him. The big singing beast,
2: Nicholas Cromwell. Hello, hello everyone. How are you guys doing tonight?
3: The Wookiees in the building. Also, we have two of members of the Jet Syndicate here on the AEBG show. Two dear friends of mine in the show for a real long time. The most miserable Jet fan on the planet, Mike Milano is here today, everybody. Thank you for having me. As well as the number one Jet tailgating chef in the business today. Oh, None boy. other than Jay Tomasulo <laughs> in the house. Jay, what's up, man? Yeah,
1: what's up everybody, Jet Nation? What's going on? That's are awesome. Thank you.
3: Thank you very much, brother. Yeah, we got two huge Jet fans here to help us out this week. Because you know what, guys? We're going to chop it up about free agents. Sometimes it's good to have a nice round table. And free agency is one of the most fun times of the year. We're not necessarily in a position when we head into free agency where we have this much money, like the Jets have right now. When we have this much maybe interest, because we have Salah. And we seem like we're maybe, at least in the front office, we're kind of right in the ship here. So I think a lot of free agents will have some interest in the Jets. And you know how it is in the NFL, guys. Money talks. So it's a sport more than some of these other sports where even if you are the Jets and you're trying to build and people don't think you have the best reputation, like we know what happened with the Knicks, no one wants to go there, what's happened with the Mets sometimes. When it comes to football, if you have the money, you can can get guys. And one thing we do have this year is the money. And before we get into that, before we chop it up about that, we're going to go through the free agents, guys that are out there, guys we hope we can get, guys that are more realistic. Everyone's going to give some of their opinions. I want to ask you two guys, last three weeks, me and Mike, talking about Sam Darnold talking about Zach Wilson talking about Justin Fields there's a lot of different varieties and directions we could go on our chat with all our buddies we've all talked about it so we're blue in the face here what we think about Sam and all these different guys Jay I'm gonna ask you first if you had your choice next year all things considered with what you know right now who do you want starting quarterback for the Jets week one
1: it's an interesting point because you, you you brought up the three the three guys you did the Q B Chronicles on, which which uh was amazing. I'm actually still in the, the mix for Watson if it's possible. Believe it okay. or not, I'm gonna throw a little wrinkle with you guys. If it's you know, I'm sorry. I, you, know, I mean, you know me you know me. But um I don't think that's gonna happen because of the amount I think they're gonna have to give up, which I don't want. Other than that, I do wanna see the man Wilson behind Center next year. I, I I think he can he can lead us with, with some weapons behind him and and, and and things like that. I'm not I'm done with Arnold. I mean there, there's not too much to say anymore in my opinion. I've seen enough. I've seen okay. enough live at the stadium with him. I've seen enough at home watching TV. I'm done.
3: What do you think, Mike? I know how you feel about one Sam Darnold. I mean you you probably have an even lower opinion of Sam than Jay does, do you not?
4: <laughs> so as I was telling Mike when I got it, so the reason why this is even available is because we're moving. So I've been packed for like two months. I didn't pack this, this ain't coming with me. You know, like this is, <laughs> this is done, it's yeah. over. He's gonna Jimmy Hoff it. So, so I'm I'm in the camp, like four first round picks, like whatever it takes for Watson. Like, so I, I that is my dream of yeah, all Yeah, that'd be, that'd be your then... number one scenario get Watson. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. I think and
4: everyone's in agreement want, on that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if Good. they want
4: four picks, like i don't think i don't think you can give too many right because i think we've all realized you don't win championships without quarterback so Mm. that's my goal and then uh, wilson fields like whatever i I was i was doing backflips when darnold fell to us and and how did that work out so i'll take either one i'm not wishing for either maybe even lawrence some way somehow who knows but Yeah, all
3: these guys you gotta say all these guys are a question mark regardless of what like level of prospect you are you could you could be a trevor lawrence or you could be someone uh that's not as high of a prospect like a josh allen for instance and you never know how these guys are going to work out right so there's some truth to that and i think wilson is a better prospect than sam coming out of college sam was really mistake prone when he was in college wilson really wasn't but the same token when it comes to the pros it's the same difference. You never know what you're going to get, and I think Trevor Lawrence might be the most proven thing. But one guy that's already proven, Sean Watson, as you guys said. So that's kind of yeah, that's kind of yeah. being very hopeful when it comes to our free agent talks here in that position. We'll just start off with quarterback guys. I think more than likely we're going to draft quarterback, right? I don't think we're, we're not going to sign or this whole this whole moving chairs here in the NFL with all these quarterbacks. I don't think one of them is going to end up on our team. I think we can, we're pretty sure we're going to end up with Zach Wilson or or draft quarterback like Justin Fields, maybe move down or something. When it comes to free agent quarterbacks that are out there. Now, most of the names that are out there we're very familiar with, but I think most of these guys that we're looking at, Mike, are going to be pretty much slotted for the backup position, right, Mike? Right.
0: So right now, I mean, like, again, we'll see what happens at quarterback, you know, whether we're going to draft one, if we can trade for for Watson. Most likely in free agency, we're going to be addressing the backup now. Uh, I would like to hear the opinion from both of you guys uh, on who you would like and then who do you think the Jets are going to end up getting here in free agency regarding the quarterback position um, right now we've got Sam and we got James Morgan on the roster that's what we have currently now you got guys like Jacoby Reset, Tyrod Taylor uh, Andy Dalton uh, Joe Flacco even potentially bringing him back, Jameis Winston you know what I'm saying? He's out there potentially oh, no. gripping a guy like that, you know? Um, Nick Mullins, let's think about, he understands the the LaFleur uh, um, offense being over there at San Francisco. So who do you think the Jets are going to are gonna get? Mike, let's start with you.
4: You know, I didn't even think of Mullins. I'm just assuming we're drafting a quarterback or we're trading for a quarterback. We're not going to have Sam. So we don't need competition, right? Like, as nice as to bring bring back the beard, I, I think he feels like he can still play quarterback. So <laughs> I wouldn't want to bring Fitzpatrick in the mix or something like that. <laughs> but a guy like Mullins, a like guy who's probably pretty pumped to play backup quarterback, maybe you know answer some questions of the rookie quarterback, lead him a little bit, play some games.
1: I like the Mullins idea. I, I actually didn't think of that either about him in San Fran over there. Um, I do actually like Tyrod Taylor and Brissette a little bit. Tyrod Taylor is an athlete. I mean. He can run and stuff. You know, these guys, I'm not looking for these guys to throw 300 yards a game, you know, take care of the ball and, you know, if he's an athlete and can run maybe a little bit. So that, I mean, I, I don't even know if they're going to go free agent in, you in, know, in quarterback. I mean,
3: If they yeah. did draft, if they drafted a rookie and they have only team, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to trade Sam if they draft someone, right? They're not going to keep yeah. Sam. So if they draft a rookie, you have to have somebody, even True. if it's a Mullins-level dude or a Tyrod Taylor, True. I would think. Even Tyra, That's not a, even a bad option, Tyrod Taylor. He's always decent mm. enough. He's kind of like yeah. a decent caddy. Seems like that's been his job. Jacoby Percet was in a, a similar position where they were solid plug-in guys. Tyrod Taylor had a raw deal last year. But, I mean, obviously, Herbert went on yeah. to be a tremendous quarterback, as the Wookiee knows. Wookiee's <laughs> very familiar with. Wookiee, I think, we all know Wookiee paid off that trainer
2: in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, listen, That that's where being the line between us and Los Huevos comes in handy. That's true. That's true. What what do
3: you think, man? I know you're not a Jet fan, but when it comes to a backup slot, you don't got to say one or the other, but just if you had your option next year, Brissett, Taylor, Andy Dalton's out there, Flacco's out there, Jameis Winston, a bunch of dudes. Who do you think would slot in good kind of to either play maybe the first couple games or to to be signed for a free agent backup for the Jets?
2: I like like Tyrod Taylor. I've always liked him. Uh, I mean, I know he was never an elite quarterback. But he he had his time, you know, in Buffalo where he wasn't terrible. And like Jay said, and a lot of you guys have mentioned, he can still move around. So that gives the offense, God forbid, you know, God forbid, if he has to come in for any period of time, that also changes the, the dynamic of your offense and what you're running. And people have to worry about that for a couple of games. So I've always liked him. So I think having a guy that can be mobile, been in the league for a while, knows how to play the position could help all
3: right now getting to what I think is along with cornerback maybe the biggest hole we have on the team and also <laughs> skill position players we don't have any of them really but <laughs> offensive line I think isn't just a whole last season it's been a problem for us for a while now getting a good decent offensive line you know we got Makai Becton McGovern didn't play that bad last year, but when it comes to Van Rotten, when it comes to Alex, Day- well, Alex Lewis here, even Fawn has a chance of getting released. You never know, because all those contracts, the way Joe D set them up was smart. They set him up, basically front-loaded it. We released them this year. There's no real cap hit for us, for any of those guys. So that was really well done. What do you guys think? I know you've looked at the free agent list here. There is an all- offensive lineman all over the place here. We already have a few guys that have got franchise tagged, but in a perfect world, looking at who's out there right now, who would you like to bring to the Jets? I know Thune's out there, Lindsley's out there, Away of uh, Mike Milano, most miserable Jet fan in the world. If you had your choice of any of these dudes, Jets offensive line next, next year in free agency, who would you add?
4: I mean, to me, I, you could move, you could bring in villain but like solidify your line. He's got another solid four years out of him. To me, he's a, he's a fantastic player. He's a pro bowler, bring him in. You know, that that would be the, where I would start and then build build from there.
3: It's been a long time since we actually had a couple of decent offensive linemen on the line at the yeah. same time. What are you looking at, Jay? Offensive lineman here. You got Lindsley out there at center, Thune, a left tackle, um, a bunch of guys. I mean, even Trent Williams technically is out there, but he's not coming to the Jets. Yeah, yeah uh,
1: so I was but saying Trent Williams, but I do think he's you, coming.
3: Yeah, I mean, that'd be the best guy. I didn't mean to put words in your mouth, yeah. I apologize. Um, but no, what do you think? Just- where, are you, where are you looking uh, at free agency here when it comes to our offensive line? I'm-
1: I mean, actually, you know, Mike, I I actually agree with Mike with Villanueva. I mean, out there, he's he, you know, he's you know, I mean, I guess you move him over to right tackle. Yeah. I guess I don't, you know, because he's you know, and then you have those two on, you know, but Becton and him, and then yeah, you do need a center. You know, maybe, maybe look for a center.
3: Well, McGovern, but McGovern's not bad, Wayba, but the thing no, is, with I, McGovern, yeah. if if they sign one of these, he's he's uh, first Mike mentioned this last year when we signed McGovern. So he's someone who can, if you say, say it's not a big time center, you could pop McGovern over to guard um, and, and yep. maybe maybe you, you help yourself with two positions instead of one.
1: Something Joe Douglas would, could maybe move yeah. use to magic.
3: Well, can you know the free agent list when it comes to the, all these dudes out here. Who you think the best offensive lineman still out there on the market is for the Jets to snag
2: up? I'll go waiver too. Guy's a solid player. Veteran, Mike had said, you probably got another three, four years with him, which could be great, barring any injuries, obviously. That's what I do with um But I think adding him and Becton together, now you, like you guys said, you really just have to concentrate on center. At that point, so I think that's a a big help. Yeah, me and Mike. I know Mike's gonna have
3: some different answers. I already, I don't even know. Me and Mike have not even talked about this. I just saw his body (laughs) language, and he's like, "We'll discuss it later." Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. Even though he's on my list, going away, so I'm not gonna say that's a bad answer. Now let's get guys. Let's get to another position, real. Because what's the worst? What's the position in Mike that was the most disappointing for us last year?
0: It was tight end. Actually, you know, in my fantasy team, I actually traded for. Chris Herndon and he was probably the biggest disappointment to me uh besides Sam on the team last year. Um so looking at the tight end group, I don't know why Ryan Griffin is still on the team. This guy should have been cut. He's still there. I think he's uh, going to get
3: cut. I I think it so makes too. no sense.
0: He's getting It makes cut. it makes yeah. no sense. And I agree then you with got Mike. and then you got Wesco who we drafted who's done like diddly nothing. God. Uh I don't even understand. So you got the three of them, right? And now you got a couple of free agents out there. Hunter Henry uh didn't get tagged. You got Kyle Rudolph, uh, Tyler Croft, Jonu Smith from the Tennessee Titans, Tyler Eifert. A um, lot, a bunch of free agents out there at tight end. JT, you know who should the Jets target? Who would you target at tight end? Um,
1: I, I do like Hunter Henry. I do. Mm. Um, I, I'm not a real big fan of Kyle Rudolph or Eifert. Jonu Smith I like too, but Hunter Henry seems like a solid
0: solid guy on that list. Okay, I I got you. I got you. How about you, Michael? I
4: mean, if we're just living in like fantasy world, yeah, bring Hunter Henry in, right? I mean, young enough, be a stud, but they're going to be practical, try and catch lightning in a bottle. I mean, the guy Dan Arnold from Arizona is a free agent, right? If if we're looking for a a pass, you know, catching tight end, right? We could do something like that if we need to get someone on the cheap and keep some of our other guys around. uh, Right. It depends... You know how they're handled, so you know, And do you two hand, right?
0: do you two think that that's where Joe Douglas is going to get a tight end in free agency, or do you think he'll let Hernan live another year as the number one?
4: It all depends. Like, did he not care in the um, locker room? Was he a problem? Like, yeah. I think I, he would know that. You know, like so we've all seen. Like the guy in football when he wants to. Yeah, he is. wants uh, exactly. to. Exactly.
3: Yeah. Um, he had what? I think he had 287 yards last year or something. So. He's a big yeah. of trash. I mean, we can all Good. say what we want about Herndon, but he had a, his rookie year. He was okay, and me and different people have debated about Herndon and his worth and stuff. But he just dropped every ball. It felt like last year, like every time he yeah, no, something. Bad. And that's obviously he didn't drop every ball. I'm being, I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm exaggerating, but he had only thirty catches. But it seemed like when we needed to make a big catch, the ball got dropped, and the guys had a little bit what? of time here. And also, his second year, yeah. he has DWI. He comes back after DWI. Yeah. He's not in shape. He pulls his hand me out. He doesn't play the whole season. So. You gotta factor so, all that in. Go
0: ahead. I'm sorry. Mike. So, so Nicholas. N- to catch. Yeah. No, he did. And at the end of the season, there was a little bit more improvement. But Nicholas, yeah. uh, based on what you know, uh, do you think the Jets well, should go? Should right Should the Jets go after a tight end? If they do, what do you think? Hunter Henry, or Kyle Rudolph. What What do you think the Jets should do?
2: Well, I think it's one of two things. I think if you if you think that Herndon just had a horrible year last year because obviously he did, and you think that's a fluke, and you think the kid's going to put the work in this year, and build on what you saw in some flashes his first year, then obviously you don't target a Hunter Henry or a Jonathan Smith. You go after a Kyle Rudolph type. Still, have, the guy can play. Guy can play tight end. He's older, obviously, but if Hernan's going, if you believe Herndon's a guy down the line. Try to get another tight end cheap, where you have dual threat. (coughs) You can run different packages with two tight ends. If you're not sold on Herndon and you're dumb with them and the money's right, I don't think you can go wrong with Hunter Henry or John Smith. I I just think they need some – like you said,
3: bro, I think they need somebody consistent because San Francisco's tight end position has just been killing it for a while now out there. So, I mean – He's not a reliable player, and maybe he'll be something next year that we know. You, you can never count anyone out. Anyone can turn their career around, don't get me wrong. Right, up, right. But I haven't seen enough for him to be con- confident in him next year. John o. Smith sounds like a good option to me, and we'll get into that in a little bit. All right, and now we know uh, another big hole we have on the squad that we've tried to fill. We had Le'Veon Bell there, drafted a guy last year, P. Ryan, who was a little bit banged up, decent player when he was able to <clears> get <a throat> shot, um, but didn't really run away with the position like I would have hoped he did. And then at the end of the year, we had Ty Johnson, who did play kind of decent. The last game versus the Patriots played good, versus the Raiders, he had a good game. So, There's guys on the roster that, you know, could maybe potentially be decent next year. But in this free agent pool, there's a bunch of guys on paper, at least, much better than what we have right now. Now, free agents, and we've talked about this too, guys. Running backs, I should say. Is not a position necessarily. I know Mike doesn't want to spend money there, and a lot of people are gearing <coughs> away from that in the NFL. Um, the position has changed. A lot of teams use committees now. It's a completely different world than, say, in the 80s and 90s, even the 2000s when it comes to that position. But looking at what we have out here now, an Aaron Jones might be too rich for our blood. I don't <laughs> see Joe Douglas really going that direction, even though it'd, it'd be cool, but I don't see him going that way just because it doesn't seem like that's the type of thing he's going to do, make a splash to that position. But, Jay, let me ask you looking at these dudes, there's a lot of good free agents out there, and some guys that are almost kind of under the radar i may be able to get for a decent price. If you had your pick of these dudes realistically, I'm sure the number one guy you'd want to get um, would be Aaron Jones. But who do you think they're going to end up
1: with? I mean, my number one guy is my main man, heavy hitter, Mark Ingram. Oh, I mean, that's wow. who is oh, a wow. solid wow. guy. Wow. That's a ridiculous wow. 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 I had to Wow. I had to throw <laughs> it in. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm- is, that, that, is that real? <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? I was gonna he say? Said... Man, <laughs> no, you listen, on that one, huh? Uh, listen, Aaron's gonna obviously is 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 what everybody's gonna want. But you know, and Drake had, had a good year last year. All he, right. He's up there for me. Um I do like I do like Marlon Mack. Um I, I do like him. Okay. Also, um there's a lot of guys out here. You know, and I I do believe in the running back still. Uh, I think you still need a solid running back too, especially, especially if we're going with rookie quarterback. You know, you need a guy. Um, and the LaFleur system, yeah,
0: little... system. The Shanahan system it, is built it, off the run.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot of guys on here that I like. I, I mean, even like a James Connor. Like, he, he I don't know what happened to him. In, I mean, I don't know what happened to him in Pisco, but you know what, to be honest with you. Le'Veon Bell came company. to the Jets and he sucked. So, yeah. I don't know. So, um, but yeah, I, I do believe, I, I do like Marlon Mack. I, I like Chris Carson out there too. Kenyon Drake would be my top guy. Okay, out
4: of, out
0: of that list, Drake. I like it. Very cool.
3: <clears throat> Mike's taking notes over there. You see that he's making sure. He- I saw that. Yeah. i, was, he's I, was, that. I was looking,
4: Yeah, well, i mean, listen, I wanted to be prepared. What uh, do to you me, think? I would. I'll go. Go ahead, Malone. I'm saying I would. I would do. Like Mike Davis is available. I think that's. Uh, I mean, he played some really good games. Wow. With,
0: uh, well, Carolina this year. Mike? Davis. Wow. <laughs> yeah. nice. but, I mean, like,
4: but I mean, like we're looking for, what do we want? Like two years out of, I I, 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 to me, I just, I don't value the running back position at all. I think it's been proven time and time again with whoever makes the playoffs, whoever's in the Super Bowl. Like it doesn't matter. Like Lennon Fournette showed up out of the back of a bus. And like, so, well, not even all year towards when it counted. So to me, like I would grab, if you can get someone like a Mike Davis caliber or even Fournette, Two years, decently priced. Just do it. You know that—that's the direction I would go. Is for—is Fournette a free agent? Yeah, he's a free agent. I believe. Yeah, he is a free agent. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. What do you think? Looking Jets next year, running back position There's a bunch of guys out here. Who do you think realistically is going to end up on the squadron?
2: I, I would hope Ty Johnson still is because uh, that I always liked him too as a sneaky a sneaky, and he he just got stuck in Detroit for a while behind thirty-seven running backs. Yeah, yeah. I think he's explosive. Whether he's the answer long term, I I don't know. <laughs> But um a lot of names out there. Drake is interesting because we know that Gace just ruined him completely and then he had solid seasons.
3: Now in another another spot Mike you're gonna lead us into here where we have basically no skilled position players that are really jump off Mims could one day, but at this point at least, when have anyone that really jumps off the page, Mike is the wide receiver position.
0: Wide receiver position is. So I mean, we're looking at Jeff Smith. We're looking at Jamison Crowder, who did decent at the at the slot. But we have no X receivers, right? It's really bare. Free agents that are out there, and we got ba- Braxton Berrios, right? And he did what he did. Um, but Tyrell Williams, AJ Green, T Y Hilton. Sean Jackson, Will Fuller, I've heard has been an interesting name. Curtis Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster. What do you guys think? Where do you think the New York Jets are going in free agency? Who, you know, who? where should we go here to really improve this skill position? Mike, I'll start with you.
4: I mean, I would love Kenny Galladay, right? I mean, I think that mm-hmm. would be fantastic. We don't know what Mims is going to be, right? So... <laughs> I think we all agree Crowder's a really good spot receiver, so I think Smith-Schuster would be a little bit of a, of a duplicate effort. So, I mean, if we could get just have our way and do a, a Kenny Galladay, it'd be dynamite, right, okay. to finally have a, a presence on the outside, right?
0: Okay, so he's talking Galladay. What about you, JT? I, do, I like Galladay also.
1: I mean, I, obviously I wanted Alan Robinson, but as we all heard that he got tagged. Mm-hmm. So that's out of the question. But that's dreaming, you know. That's you know me being a fan. Wanting, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I like you know I these. Mean? I
0: like these lists. I, it's just interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's
1: interesting. You could also go, you know. I mean, Denzel Mims is our rookie, and, and and I think he's going to be fantastic. Maybe you bring in one of these T. Y. Hilton, A. J. Green type veteran guys for a year or two to school them a little bit. I mean, they have down years, but you know, that's just a different idea in my head. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Okay,
0: okay. You get okay. them cheap. And Nick, where's what do you think the Jets are gonna do here at wide receiver?
2: I hope they get Galladay. I mean, Ooh. the kid's young. The kid's a monster when he plays. We we we've seen that. Dwayne won't won't let us never let us hear any different. I don't even know if Galladay's still on his team. He, tra- tra- more, he traded him.
3: He, he traded him a him. long time ago.
2: We we heard plenty <laughs> from Dwayne about him. And you and you know the kid shined in Detroit. The kid shined in Detroit. I think he'd be a great addition. Go wrong with Juju? I think Juju is greater than Crowder, even though oh, Crowder a comparable. legit
0: yeah.
2: a legit a legit slot receiver, obviously. But uh, it all oh, depends yeah, yeah. on how much money you're going to spend. You guys got to do stuff with the offensive line, as we talked about. Get I did like Jay's idea of getting a veteran like AJ Green. If you can get a Galladay for obviously that's going to be a big deal, mm. and you can work something out with like an AJ Green to kind of come in and mentor Mims. If you're, I think those three could be more productive than a lot of people might give that credit. Yeah,
3: and then you no, know, yeah. guys, on the low, it's not like the Jets necessarily generated a lot of sacks <laughs> last year. One position right. on the team we actually have some decent depth is the defensive line. Because Quentin no. Williams, Shepard, Fatsukasi are all good players. I know we just yeah. cut Anderson. Uh but when we're looking at the defensive and Kyle Phillips even. I, I I can't forget Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips is a good solid player. Franklin Myers um isn't that bad. When we're looking at free agents, I don't know if that's a place we're gonna spend a lot of money. It'd be nice to get a guy like Ndokwe and toss him onto the squad. Um there's a few the guys out there, we might hopefully fill this, you know, rushing position or this outside edge rusher in free agency. I'm going to get to that in a minute with these outside linebackers, but and we'll just go through it real quick. there any of these defensive linemen, I'll, I'll, let me ask you first, Wook, uh, is there anybody Wookie out here that jumps out at you that you think the Jets should go after right here when it comes to this defensive line, all these free agents? It's
2: a, it's a place of strength right now for the team. You can you can also get yourself in a position where you overpay for someone who's not like top tier, and now yeah. you just you added to a, a, a gene pool that was already great, and you spent money on that. I'm like, worried about Doc that way? With the Dockway. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but I mean they're solid.
1: I, I was looking at Stalin Thomas. I mean he's coming from San Fran, with Sala, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he, he might sense. fit right in. You know, I mean, we, like you said, we have Quinn Williams on that on that one side. Put him yeah. on the
4: other. You know,
1: he's going to know the system.
3: He
4: might. Know. Know. For, say. What do you for, think, for, you, Milano? I'm with Jake. Can we? Can we we got a pass rush. What has it been, John Abraham? Yeah, right? probably John Abraham. Yeah, right. Like yeah. so, pay for somebody. Just make us happy for a handful of years. <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> he, <laughs> so, he's something. just like so, he's like. I don't even care, man. Just no. no saying, the it but and, so, I we, mean, it's been, the numbers say he's gonna sack the quarterback. So, bring him in. Damn. Uh, just give it a shot. And a place that we might hopefully
3: be landing a guy that'll help with our pass rush this year, at least when I get to my little breakdown, is <coughs> the linebacker position. CJ yeah. Mosley will pl- finally play a game this year, a full game, after signing him three years ago. Uh, finally. We, Neville Hewitt is a free agent. I hope we bring him back personally myself. Let me ask you guys. Jabari Zuniga, we drafted last year to Florida. We didn't really get a chance to see him. But we have guys like Frankie Louvu, who's solid. Blake Cashman, who pre- was pretty decent when he was in there. Like I said, we have CJ Mosley um, I'm not saying it's a star-studded linebacker core but it's decent enough when you look at these guys out there though I think what we'd be looking for is someone that could help us off the edge get some sacks when you guys look at what we have going on here at outside linebacker if you had your choice here <laughs> who would you grab uh, Mike why don't you go ahead
4: um, I mean for me I'm I'm with you guys I, that's the one part of our team I felt was solid all year, you know, the, the front line linebackers played well, even without Mosley. So, getting him back is going to be fantastic. Yeah, depending on where you're going to get our edge rush from, right? Are we going to, if we spend the money on a defensive lineman or an outside linebacker, uh-huh. either one's good. So, bring in like, like a Van Noy, really, something mm. edge rusher. Know. That's all that's where it. I would go.
0: All
3: right. <laughs> mm. Yo, Mike is not I don't Mike is doing a report card over there. And every single time the most miserable
0: Jet fan in the
3: world answers, he's great. <laughs> it's almost like
0: guys, right? I just I I mean look, it's cool. It's cool. Go ahead, JT. I mean, I'm I mean I'm, I, I'm I mean
1: Shaq Barrett, real are off
0: the bat. That's yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. what I you
1: saying.
0: Really? That's exactly I mean, shouldn't even be a I question, That is mean, exactly I mean, I what Barrett. Are you pay, kidding Pay. Me? Are
1: you want to pay kidding? the guy, pay the man. If you want sacks, pay that guy. Damn, pay him. dude. Nah, same <laughs> pay. Are man, same Are you page. kidding me? And yes. there's other guys
3: out there, there's more edge it's rushers. There's a lot you of cash. You know, like, this salary cap situation with the salary cap dropping, <clears> And right. all these NFL teams last year not making the revenue they normally make, they created a double edged sword here where if you do have money this year, this time it's like a buyer's market in real estate.
0: You know, it's real? a good yeah.
3: year to be in it Man. for the Jets. And have we like can get money. two
0: of them. We yeah. can get two of them, bro. Like we got yeah. Dupree. Dupree's Dupree. open, freaking Matt Judon from. I'm yeah. not even. There. I'm gonna get into this later, but
4: it's gonna there's be like it's a lot. Tia, like uh, you know Tia would have to buy one car, get one free. That's what it's <laughs> gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> In another position, guys, that we definitely
3: need to grab, just a solid. Doesn't have to be a one, but just we gotta grab somebody solid is the cornerback position. Now I'm hoping we draft somebody there, and then late into the first round myself personally, uh, for this position. But on the squad, we know <laughs> we got Plisson. We know we got me and Mike's boy. Javelin Guidry coming out there next year. Hopefully he makes a squad and keeps balling. Um, Who else we got? We got Lamar Jackson, a rookie last year. Ashton Davis, a safety in the secondary. Uh, Marcus May, we just brought back. Franchise tag team. Franchise. There's there's some guys there. You know, we got some guys, and we got a ton of young guys, which you never see. The end of last season, those last games, we were playing with a, uh, a secondary that was one of the youngest I could ever remember. There's four or five rookies sometimes on plays running around there at the same time. When it comes to this free agent pool, there's some big names out there. Uh, Patrick Peterson's a little older. Richard Sermon's the same. I know Mike's really interested in bringing back Buster Screen. That's one of Mike's all-time <laughs> favorites. Um, from the Jets, we got Brian Poole out there. There's a bunch of dudes. If you have your choice here looking at these guys, is there someone you think, uh, Wookie? when you look at these dudes that kind of fits the Jets the best? And kind of makes sense in this free agency with cornerbacks
2: well i mean if you're looking for a uh, a nickel corner uh somebody that really can't play man-to-man too well but still good with zone even though he's a little bit older uh sherman i know a lot of people he, he rubs the wrong way but as a football player i think he's got a couple good years left he might be able to help uh some of the younger cornerbacks on the team peterson's older mm. but i mean he's always been pretty solid i think it just comes down to what kind of scheme you want to run and um are you looking for, like you said, Keith, a, a number one, a lockdown guy, or you want somebody that can help in third and, you know, third down situations, nickel, dime packages?
3: And Mona, what do you think? This is somewhere that no matter what, even if you get a guy who's a number two, you're going to have to spend a little bit of money to get a good corner, just the way of the world. Who do you think they should go with when you look at this free agent pool?
4: I would do either, you know, Patrick Peterson or, or Richard Sherman. I mean, I... Busted screen. I do. I don't need another defensive holding. Right. I mean, like it was. You know, good like to game.
0: That's dude. What, don't uh, even. Don't even. Said, like that if bad. I ever. If, oh no.
4: So, I mean, yeah. to me, like if we. But if, if you can get it, it seems like Joe Douglas' thing is going to be getting until he can draft someone, get him in on like a two-year deal, kind of cheap and. Now it makes sense why Richard Sherman was praising uh, Salah during this whole process, right? So bring somebody in like that. Let's see, let, you know, I mean, kind of lock down one half of the field.
1: Yeah, that's that's me right there. Richard Sherman, bam, hands down for me because he he is praising our coach right now. Yeah. He will bring that attitude of loving this coach for people to play for him. He's a veteran. Yes, he does rub people the wrong way, but it seems like he likes this guy Salah. And he won't be, a, uh, you know, a guy that's going to disrupt people. Yeah. You know, like he said, there's some young guys. We have at cornerback position. And go to the draft and draft another young guy. And this guy has done it before. He he, he has been the top CB at, at, at his yeah. – earlier in his year. So my, my big thing this year is, man, bring some of these Stan Fran guys over, if you can, in free agency, and, and, and build around that that family they had out there on defense, offense, whatever it is, and and, and – Learn how to win. Learn how to win. Finally, you know
0: what I mean. I like it.
3: Yeah, I like it. If there's some camaraderie, that can only help. That yeah. can only help. No, me. no.
0: <coughs> and and I, I have a very interesting question for all of you, because you know when we look at a special teams now, you know we've got the LeBron James of punting, Braden Man, you know Great. kicking Fireball stuff back. everywhere. Oh, sickest ever. But Part when down. it comes to LeBron
2: James of punting, but <laughs>
0: when it comes to when it comes to field goal kicking. I mean, Keith and I have had conversations with Nick about seriously getting Senor here to kick man. field goals for the Jets. Yeah. It's it's gotten to that point. It's it's bad, son. We have thickened. I can't even get into the words to describe this man. So there's a bunch of free agents that are out mm-hmm. there, you know, looking at Steven Gostkowski, Nick Folk. Remember him?
3: Bring him uh, back.
0: Bring him um, back. The I'm, greatest, I'm
3: the greatest field goal kick in the, in the last Foul. how many years? He's I beloved. love
0: Nick Fantastic. Folk. I do I do love Nick Folk. Nick Folk, I would love him. But then you got Prater, you got Skookup, but the guy I'm interested in, because mm-hmm. we're going to get into everybody that we I know there, who you're going to say. There's a cyborg cat yeah. from Atlanta last year, and he got hurt. His name Korean is- Korean legend. young who ku <laughs> Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Young. Yes, that's very good. Cyborg, love him, yeah, he's 100%. A yeah, weapon. weapon. If we could grab that cat, I am one thousand percent on board. We'd love to hear your guys' opinion on what kicker we should bring in because we need one. Unless we're getting senior. we definitely need a kicker.
1: You know, I mean, this—I I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't watch it anymore. That that, that position. You know, I love Nick Folk. I, I really do. Um, yeah, that guy, that young who who is is a cyborg. Yeah, yes. he, he's. You know, he I don't know. You know, that would so. that would be the guy. You know. What We're do you think? Even,
4: what do you think, Milano? Most miserable Jets uh, fan. Which uh, one of these guys? Yeah, what, I what, mean, what you like, miserably? listen, this this guy in Atlanta is kicking indoors. He's probably getting like <laughs> great. No, his, his outdoor numbers. Outdoor numbers just as good. No difference.
3: Um, no, I've done I the mean, research, listen, bro. I- I've done the research
4: on this guy. All right? No difference. <laughs> that's only eight games a year. You all play right, 16 listen. of them. All right, <laughs> so listen, if he's, if he's that good, if his numbers don't matter, yeah. then, that's the only thing I would fear, right, is is bringing him up into New York now, sure, outdoors, sure. 16, you know, mo- let's say mostly 16. So, to me, I would just go back to Nick Folk. I, to me, I, I still don't get why we ever let him walk out the door. Yeah, I know. I, night, I, so.
0: I, it's a good point. I, I yeah. wouldn't be mad if he brought back Folk at all. And I, I, think,
3: I think. I think Koo. He's actually gonna. I like. I, I was researching him before the show, and he's like their number one priority in free agency for the Falcons. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> um, I yeah. swear to God. And the kicker from the Dolphins, Sanders. He got five years, like twenty-two million. So, and he's wow, not man. even, he's a bum compared to this kid.
2: Atlanta's going to sign this kid year. for 10 years. Yeah, he might
3: get some ridiculous contract, like Fernando Tatis Jr. get a 16-year contract, you know? <laughs> yeah, he's going to be
2: Tatis Jr. in <laughs> football.
0: Because
3: you know Asians never <laughs> age, so he'll be kicking still in 25 years, as long as
2: he <laughs> oh. keeps doing those sit-ups and everything.
0: <laughs> what, um, about, what about you, Nick? What, what do you think the Jets
2: should go after kicking? Get the cyborg from Atlanta. Get <laughs> him. You want him in here? I'm, I'm, the kid, get him. I mean, I watched Dwayne's team beat my team with defense and Mr. Mr. Koo, is that his name? Yes, uh, yes. The, yes. I watched it, and it was, oh, my God. He's definitely. unbelievable. It is unreal. The kid, I can already see the posters and the advertisements. It's his face, one eyes red, uh, cyborg kicking machine, <laughs> like his yeah, foot is exactly. just pneumatic. He, he is, Terminator I'm face. telling you,
0: half Terminator, yeah. right.
2: Yeah. He'd be perfect here in New York. You wouldn't oh, have to worry nuts. about God, you know. God forbid any injury. You wouldn't have to worry about kicker forever. And yeah. also,
3: a little bit everybody know: Anglewood Cliff, New Jersey, the highest density populated Korean area outside of the country of Korea. Little tidbit for everybody: It's where I work. Did not know old. that. Did not, did know, not that, know, know, did know that. Did you? Even more, even more than Flush in New York, we has a lot of Koreans also. So
0: interesting. You'll be, interesting. You'll
3: be coming home, Koo. Come on, come on in. We got everybody here in New York. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say anything about Georgia. Now we're gonna get some of my, Mike's picks and then we'll get the out of here. We'll run through this. But I know Mike wants to go through some of his choices here for some of these free agents. I'm gonna do the same and then we'll tap out. I Big heard it, what
0: everybody said that you know, Mike Davis, Henry, Villanueva, Tyrod Taylor. I'm gonna make I'm gonna give you who I think the Jets are gonna get, you know, just based on the our salary cap, based on the coach. This is my opinions. I think that Joe Douglas is going to be very aggressive after the offensive line. We know he went and already invested in Makai Beckton. The rest of the line is average to trash. Um, McGovern, we gave him a three-year deal. He has not lived up to where we need him to be as a center. Lindsley, Green Bay on the market. Now, it's crazy that Green Bay can't sign him. He's a cap casualty. Um, I definitely think that Joe Douglas is going to be extremely aggressive and they're going to get Lindsley. And they're going to move McGovern over to the right guard. He's also going to sign Joe Thune from the from the New England Patriots. That will be his number one target. We will overpay for him. That's fine. And they'll keep Fant. Fant did decently at right tackle. You don't need to get two super duper nasty tackles. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Need, you need two to three strong anchors on that offensive line to make it work. And having Thune and Lindsley will complete the offensive line. And that, I believe, will be Joe Douglas's number one prerogative. After that, the edge has been just an absolute terrible position. We are going to sign uh, Shaq Barrett. Promise you. We will overpay for him. We will get him on this team. He's built perfectly for the 4-3. Throw him right up in there with with, with uh, Quinn and Williams and just cause destruction on that defensive line. We're also going to grab Romeo... Akaware defensive end from the Lions I don't know how they didn't franchise this young kid he had 61 total pressures from the Detroit Lions last year we're not gonna have to pay a lot for him because he's a young kid he's just starting to come up he's a guy Sala. I'm sure is going to be going after wide receiver they're not going to splash on wide receiver right now. Galladay sounds great, but oh. Galladay is just a better version of a guy like Denzel Mims, who is becoming our ex. The guy they will go after is Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel is built for the Lafleur offense. He is a switch army knife. He can play slot. He can play the Y. He can play the X. Curtis Samuel is exact. And you're not going to have to break the bank for him. That's the guy they're going to be going after on offense kicker we just talked about coup I would love him. I don't think we're going to get him. I actually think we're probably going to get a guy like Nick Falk or Gostowski. At cornerback, I couldn't agree more with you guys. Richard Sherman is the perfect cornerback to bring in. We need somebody for Bryce Hall and for uh, a bless on Austin to look up to who bring that championship pedigree, who could bring that anger, that that def- that defense uh, knows exactly how Coach Shala brings that defense. He could come in here and fit perfectly with the New, New York Jets. So I agree with you at Sherman. Watch out for Shaq Griffin also from the Seattle Seahawks who was not tagged. He's another guy that they can grip up. From a running back perspective, I think they're bringing in Matt Breida. Matt Breida played on the San Francisco 49ers a year ago. He understands that system. He was successful in that system. We're not going to have to break the bank for him. Him, along with Ty Johnson, along with Mike P. Ryan, I think is going to do it. For the New York Jets at running back, and I, de- I think definitely we're going to go after John U. Smith at tight end. He's he's a great blocker. He's young. He he's very much like Kittle, who can play in that that pass game. So I think Jonu Smith is the guy who we're going to go after there. And back up, Nick Mullins. We're going to draft a, a a quarterback. It looks like. And we're going to need a quarterback that understands the system, that can speak this system and teach this system. And who better than a guy like Nick Mullins? That's what I see in free agency. Keith.
3: Yeah, no, I like all those. Everything you said there, Mike, sounds logical. I think if, say, for instance, we have all this money, and there's going to be a bunch of dudes we sign for seven, eight, nine million. Say we get ourselves six or seven guys, but there's one guy they're going to give 20 million to. Mm. And you know, maybe for next year or two or three years, you give someone that, you give that money, to somebody that can sack the quarterback, right, guys? So Shaq Barrett to me and Mike and I've heard everyone and of every guy we've all talked about, <laughs> if I had my list and I could just pick one guy, it would be this guy because, he's first of all, he was undrafted. So Absolutely. guys like that play their whole career with a chip on their shoulders. So I love guys like that. 19 sacks 2019 eight sacks last year. But if you look at his total stats last year, played 19 games for Tampa Bay, 12 sacks, right? He had 98 quarterback pressures last year, two forced fumbles. And you go to those final games, NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, guys, four sacks, 21 pressures. Yeah. What it meant the most, this guy played his best. That's yeah. what I want here in New York coming off the edge. You got Quentin Williams in the middle, right? You have to double Quentin, or he's gonna throw people around. (laughs) If you have a guy off the edge, how do you double them both? What are you gonna do? What that might mean is that a more mundane, regular player, maybe a guy we don't think of will get more sacks than we think because you have to worry so much about those. If theoretically that happens. So if I had had my one choice, guys, if I could pick one guy of all these dudes, definitely would be Shaq Barrett. Mike, you guys all mentioned guys that I like too. When it comes to this offensive line, I think realistically, we know a bunch of guys got franchise tagged already. Joe Thune our best option. I think he's the best, one of the best offensive linemen out there, but also he's one of the best guards in the league. He's been to, uh, you know, second team All-Pro, never missed a game in his entire career. Okay. So when it comes to offensive line, that's huge. 10th highest ranked guard or something last year on Pro Football Focus. Patriots didn't bring him back. If you have Makai Becton and you have Joe Thune, who still, he's not that old, 6'5", 308, it's only his year in the league last year. If you have those, that, that's, that's a monster right there, Thune. And you have Mikai Becton, and they use that second or third round pick maybe to draft someone that could be a starter. I mean, you're in a good position there. And that also gives you some flexibility. I mean, Mike mentioned, you know, bringing a center in. And that would help you at two spots. And Jay said that before, too, because you can improve two positions if you can move McGovern right. over to right guard there. Exactly. That'd be smart also. I don't think we're going to bring in a big-time wide receiver. Galladay, I think, is the best guy who's still out there. I think more <laughs> realistically they're not going to go in that direction i think a guy like corey davis is a guy you should we should look at when we're talking about who we might actually sign
0: right right right.
3: who was the number five pick in the draft disappointed for a few years almost a thousand t- almost a thousand yards last year five touchdowns really showed that he's a really good wide receiver last season that's a guy that has the size and the skills of a one now mims could be number one mims has never had 985 84 yards and five tds you can't discount that they don't throw the ball a lot in tennessee either as we know it's not like Tannehill throwing five thousand yards and 45 tds so that's actually graded on a curve which how much they've run the ball that's pretty impressive Juju Smith-Schuster is perennially underrated nothing to do with fantasy football here guys but this is somebody he's almost 6'2 and he's 215 Juju so when Mike mentioned him as a slot receiver he's not a slot receiver Juju Smith played slot receiver last year because the Steelers had um, Johnson they had Claypool they had no one else who could play that position He's the most right. versatile receiver they had and the mm-hmm. best receiver they had which is why he ended up with the most touchdowns and the most catches just didn't have the yards but when you go back and you're looking in the year before he was injured all year they, didn't even, they had the worst quarterback play in the year when, when ben was out the whole season guys they i think they all the quarterback was only through 14 touchdowns that year and yeah. i think when we're looking at realistic i mentioned this to mike yesterday we could probably get because he had the one huge year with antonio brown injured and then last year played the mm-hmm. slot so on, on a whim if you look at his numbers People be like, oh, Juju Smith, you know, had a down year. When in Pittsburgh, what they look at it as, this guy, instead of doing a Taylor Brown and saying, I'm the number one, I should play on the outside, I should have 15 targets, I should be going down the field, he said, no problem. Selfless Wait, human yeah. being, moved to the spot, yeah. still had a productive year. Guys, remember at the end of the year, he pretty much was their best receiver. So that's someone who, I, he's not someone that um, I think has the a ceiling of a Galladay, even though he had 1,400 yards that one year and 15 TDs. But that's someone that realistically, money wise, Mike, I think could fit in pretty decent. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Juju's going to get some $60 million contract, you know? I think it's That's a good someone, point. Yeah, and another guy, uh, Melvin Ingram from the Chargers I think is another realistic guy to look at. 31 years old, three-time Pro Bowler, 2017-2019. In- injury concerns with him, which is another reason why do you want to bring him in with C.J. Mosley and have two linebackers over 30? Maybe you don't, but that's someone you might be able to get who can rush off the edge who actually get sacks in his career, consistently gets pressures. I'm not saying he's a superstar, but the Melvin Ingram, if he was on the G- gets the past 10 years he'd be the best pass rusher we've had since John Abraham you know so that's somebody when you're looking at kind of getting a discount a guy like Bud Dupree too same thing on the Steelers pretty good year last year got hurt year before 12 sacks last year got hurt and then another guy with the offensive line like I wanted to mention was Okung who's been on four different teams and now and he's not O-K- Randall Okung he's not somebody that's a superstar but he's a solid tackle who always will play well he's been on four teams he was drafted pretty high building away was another guy you can plug in there like you guys mentioned earlier I think that'd be realistic for the Jets. Jets. Um, when it comes to my, my list, of guys I want to get, though, we w- the offense we're about to run, guys, this San Francisco offense will the fourth, it's it needs a good fullback. Um, that position uh, is kind of going out of style, I know, but the offense San Francisco runs needs a fullback. Kyle Jusick is a free agent. He's the best fullback in the league, most versatile fullback, can block, can run, can crush people, probably won't cost a lot, but will end up being, um, you know, an important player on the offense. I think realistically he's going to end up being on the jets not someone that we that we think about that often and then when it comes to the cornerback position you all said it guys you know who will fit the best here with what we have is richard sherman
0: richard sherman and
3: now mm-hmm. 2019 remember guys last year like, he only played five games he was hurt the year but now when people keep saying this thing about Richard sherman he's not as good not as good not saying he is but the last year he played a full season he made the pro bowl yeah it wasn't 2012. It was last year he played a full season. So he played five games last year. 2019, he was one of the best corners in the league. And he never was somebody that was the best corner because he was um, running a four-two-seven—that 4-2-7. Right. That's not what his game's built off. You know, it's right. built off intelligence, but, smart.
0: But Keith, the biggest thing I thought with him is just that we think, you and me, believe in Bless Austin. Yeah. We believe in Bryce Hall. I think they can be our starters going forward. Having a guy like Sherman is the perfect teacher for those cats. Exactly, exactly. Right, yo, you know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. That,
3: that signing has a lot of uh, intrinsic value beyond just the plays he's going to make on the field. It has other value to the Jets and these young guys. You guys, we had four we had four or five corners. Excuse me, four or five guys in the secondary last year that were legit rookies. You don't see that very often. So that's a guy I would love to get. I mentioned Juicy. Oh, a, a couple other ones I'll get to. For Pittsburgh guys at corner, Mike Hilton, another guy, not a name necessarily known the most in the NFL. One of the highest rated cornerbacks in the NFL He's a slot corner. So Brian Poole's history. We're going to need a slot corner. Uh, this guy will fill in one of the highest rated corners in the league since 2017. Because I think a lot of the guys, what, what they're going to do, Mike, and I, what I feel like what Joe Douglas is going to do is what we all try to do when we do DraftKings, okay? We go, oh, we have this much much of a budget at DraftKings, right? And I'm going to try to fit in as many guys that are maybe like a six or $7,000 guy as I can because I can't spend all my money on this $20,000 guy on my budget. So I think what Joe D is going to do is he's going to get a lot of the type of guys that we mentioned and maybe splash on one dude like a Shaq Barrett or a Sooney. Theoretically, you get both. You know, that's a miracle. But I think what we're going to do is do more of these guys that are super solid, good players, like the the Ravens did forever. He's an Ozzie Newsome guy, Mike. You know kind of that's the approach there. Build up as many good players as you can. Don't overspend on anyone unless you have to. They're running back. If they did spend any money at running back, what I hope, I don't hope, I like Aaron Jones. Obviously, I think he's great. But if they spend money in that position, I think a good, guy you get kind of on a dollar discount would be a Chris Carson. I think Mike mentioned him before. Mm -hmm. All he ever is is productive in Seattle, you know, and he's been banged up. Don't get me wrong, but with what the Niners did out there with the schemes that they ran in the running game, everybody they plugged in did decent, you know, and they have a good offensive line that helps. Their offensive line is tremendous. Don't get me wrong, guys, and we need to get ourselves there also. But it seems like if you could get a guy like Carson, who's pretty good, and you have a Ty Johnson, you have a P. Ryan, maybe they draft a running back, and you got four or five guys that are decent enough, like uh, Mike Milano was saying, the most miserable Jeff in the world, if you have guys that are just decent enough in the league now, if you have a guy slinging it, that's all you need. You know, you look at the Chiefs a couple years ago, they went to the Super Bowl, they didn't even have their running back, you know? So it's just kind of the way of the world now when it comes to that position. So a lot of big names out there this year. I don't know how many of the big names you could realistically know at this point the Jets will bring in because this free agency thing, guys, is such a crapshoot because they want the money, these guys. So who knows, like... The guys that you covet, Seattle might be like, all right, we're gonna offer 90 million to this dude. Everyone's like, what? Like, that happens every or, year. Someone gets signed yeah. for it you can't believe, shifts the market one way or the other. If any of the scenarios we played out, all, all of us tonight, if any of them come to fruition, we're a better team I'll I mean,
0: just say, I'll just say this, guys. When you look at what happened last year when coronavirus hit, they didn't even know they were going to have a year to play football, okay? And Joe Douglas decided not to break the bank last year on any of those free agents yeah. and if you look at what he did look at the free agents now barrett Galladay, Johnu smith henry <laughs> aaron jones That th- this is way beyond as from a talent perspective yeah. this year compared to last year right. and then look yeah. at where we are from a, f- a financial perspective there's nobody messing with us yeah joe played this yeah. correctly and now we can strategize on where we're going to dump our money and position ourselves for the future so good on the gm for understanding the situation and now it's time for free agency starting next year. I'm really excited.
1: Now we, now we just need them to make the right decisions. Yeah. Because I'm sick of watching losing teams. And I'm sick of telling my sons every year, next year is our year. I, it's like a recurring yeah. thing in or, this house, in my house. Well, yeah, how about, you,
4: how about that, enjoying the Raider game? You couldn't even enjoy the Raider game. I'm sitting there and my son goes, Dad, what happened? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I never yeah. If that know. was that game, oh.
3: that was a unique scenario. That was traumatizing. And Jay, you telling your kids every year next year's our year, you're just a bad dad. That's all that is. <laughs> is. Let's be honest. Like, just when you're, when you're blatantly lying to your children, okay, you're not a good dad. I mean, I just gotta hit it in. <laughs> uh, but you know, you know what, one thing I'll say, man, with Jet fans is we do somehow, some way, even though we'll hem and Hall, Mike's a miserable Jet fan, our friend Chris Fox is just as miserable, oh, Eric, cross, Eric Rose yeah. is just as miserable. And there's many of them, right? Even though we talk that way, smoke clears and what do you do? You watch the Jet games because you love the team. And that's Jet fans right there. You know, that's that's how we're all kind of wired because we love our squad. And hopefully going to next year, they go ahead and get this quarterback to the top of the draft, get that squared away, trade Sam, get us another pick, bring in a corner, bring in a wide receiver, get some of these guys in for agency. We're gonna have Salah at the wheel leading us through all gas, no break, plowing through stop signs, guys. Uh, I can't even wait for next year. 2021. And,
1: and like. Keith, time. and not, not only do we watch the games, we're there every yes. game. You and guys I heard, and there. there was an
3: announcement. We're there. Yeah. Me and Jay have been, we've been going to games together forever. Now I'll say there's Shoot. an announcement yeah. uh, that they're actually allowing fans in. in, in yes. Games. yes. 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 So yes. They are. I haven't. Yep, yep. Jay might know better than me. I don't know how that's working out. I think season ticket holders obviously should get first dibs.
1: Yeah. I don't know how they're they're doing I don't know how it, how that with works season ticket holders. How many? Yeah. It's. Well, I'll get an email soon. And I hope. Jay sits hopefully. in a little
3: nice section than me, so Jay's probably good. I think, <laughs> I, I, I might be standing alone. But But uh, same with the animals I sit with up on the upper deck. But this was great, Touch guys. One forty, shout out. All right, this was great, guys. Free agency preview with Jet Syndicate and the big sticky Wookie, Nick Cron. Next week, we're gonna have some answers here. We'll come back on, Mike. We'll see if anything we said was right. Probably won't be, but who the hell knows? That'll be fun anyway. And I wanna thank both you guys, Jay, Mike, for joining us. Wookie, as always, stole the show. That's all you do every single week, Wookie, you're the best of all time. Mike, if anyone does wanna get at us, support us, in any way, shape, or form, where could they do that?
0: Well, we're hosted on the Elite Sports Radio Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spreaker.com. Please follow us on Facebook at AEBG.JetsRadio, on Twitter at AEBG underscore NYJ Podcast, and on Instagram at Jet. A-E-B-G.
3: You heard Mike's voice got so smooth right there. It got super <laughs> oh, silky smooth, smooth on the end there. All right, you heard the man, everybody. On behalf of the biggest chef in the state of Texas, the greatest tailgating chef of all time, Jay Thomas Tulo, the most miserable chef in the world, Michael Milano, and the big stinking Wookiee, Nick's Cronk. My name is Keith Farrell. Good at you next week, everybody. Peace out. Hey,
2: this is your name, your name, your name. And uh, they say it ain't, 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 ain't.
0: Green. Gang Green
1: the have their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Solomon. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break. The great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. <laughs> we're talking about the process at which we do things. Oh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your foot on the pedal. Base, 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 There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey, own this run, own this run. The New York Jets can beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna win next Sunday. <laughs>